0: This is Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Julie. We are actors, customers, movie, and book enthusiasts. But we have very different tastes. So every week we pick a pop culture period piece to talk about. Our thoughts about the movie and also anything the movie brings up. Like how The Mummy is totally written through the female gaze. And Santa Fe from Newsies is the ultimate I want song. Do you know what that is? Listen to us. So if you like movies with corsets, manners, and cottagecore aesthetics, give us a listen. Pop Culture Period piece has a new episode dropping every Thursday. Goodbye. Bye. Alex, why are you hanging on to the television? It's Stevie. Yeah, Terrence Russell McCormick. He's so cute. No, it's not Terence. somebody. It's Stevie. Okay. Look, honey, your father and I have to go. Are you okay? Stevie, he's on the television. Every week. I didn't think you liked that show. What show? Where's Stevie? He's on the television. Alex, I don't understand. It's Stevie. Right. From the TV show. What TV show? Where's Stevie? He's on the television. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Val. Hey, Al. Welcome to D Commentaries. <gasps> Thank you. Welcome to you and welcome to our listeners. Today, we're talking about you wish. Yay. Also, hi, Val. It's been a while. I know. It's been so long. We were on vacation.
1: We were on so much vacation.
0: So much vacation.
1: We went to the same
0: place. <laughs> That's right. We did. Without go. each other. Without each other. But we had fun. We had fun. And we are well. You'll probably have seen it already, but we made a fun thing.
1: We made a fun. So go check out our Instagram.
0: Yeah, and our TikTok. And our to talk. To talk. To talk. To talk. <laughs> um. And we just decided uh, we're gonna dress as a couple for Halloween. So we are. <laughs> Stay if tuned you for can, Yeah. If
1: you can guess our Halloween costume for a Halloween party that we are going to together, um, you win a prize.
0: Yeah, you definitely do. You'll win a shout-out. Uh, You'll want a shout-out. On on this very show. Spot.
1: Yeah. Let yeah. us know what you think our Halloween costume is. Yeah. I'm gonna say it's not decom related,
0: but no. would say it's decom adjacent. Absolutely. decom adjacent and very on brand, especially for me, but for both of us. For both of us. that's enough clues yes that's plenty of clues
1: okay Val what a movie huh (laughs) oh boy my favorite part about this is I think we're gonna have differing opinions
0: on interesting
1: uh and we're gonna be flipped from how we usually are
0: okay okay I'm interested to see what you mean yeah. But All I right. look forward to the conversation.
1: Let's get into the nitty-gritty.
0: Yes, let's do the business. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go... The business. Go out with uh, Al's dog and do my business. Do your business, Val. Okay. You Wish came out January 10th, 2003. So it was the first release of 2003. Cool. Um, Again, there was a few month jump there because there was the the last one was the Halloween release. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're kind of spacing them out more in this era. And Val, 2003, what grade were you in in 2003? I was in sophomore and junior year of high school.
1: I was in fourth grade
0: (laughs) and fifth grade. (laughs) Well, I could have babysat you. Oh, my gosh. You still can if you want. I definitely could <laughs> and <will. laughs> um, Well, this movie. Uh, <laughs> came out this, Val texted this, me Oscar winning film. <laughs> this award winning uh, high caliber cinematic masterpiece uh, was directed by Paul Hohen. Uh, you'll recognize his name because he directed *Luck of the Irish*, *True Confessions*, and in the future he directs uh, *Eddie's Million Dollar Cookoff*, *Jump In*, *Cheetah Girls*, *Dad Napped*, *Camp Rock 2*, *How to Build a Better Boy*, and *Zombies 1 through 3*. Yes, yeah, so quite the DCOM resume. *You Wish* was written by, uh, well, it was based on a book by Jackie French Kohler. Which, as soon as I saw this was based on a book, I already was suspicious. Uh, and that is the only book that has ever been adapted to film by Jackie French Kohler. Mm. And then Cynthia Carl and Christopher Reed wrote the screenplay or adapted the book to a uh, teleplay. And they didn't have a lot of writing credits. They both wrote um something called the sixth man, mm. which felt kind of akin to this in some ways. Yeah. But, but otherwise they didn't have much for resume. So this is a one off for them in terms of decoms. And in my opinion, thank goodness. <laughs> <sighs> OK, here's the cast. AJ Troth played Alex Lansing. Uh, he is best known as playing Alan on Even Stevens. Uh, Spencer Breslin played Stevie Lansing slash Terrence Russell McCormick. He was in The Ultimate Christmas Present, which we watched a while back. Um, he's also known from the Santa Claus sequels, the Cat in the Hat movie, Raising Helen. Um, he mostly stopped acting after he exited the child actor category, mm-hmm. um, but his sister Abigail still acts today. Mm-hmm. She's great. She is great. Lalaine, just Lalaine, no last name, uh, played Abby Ramirez. And she is absolutely best known as Miranda on Lizzie McGuire. Yep. So we had two even Stevens Lizzie McGuire connections, which is not even the first time that's happened in a decom, which is fun. <laughs> then we had Tim Reed playing Larry Pendragon, the coin store owner. Yep. Um, He was in Alley Cat Strike as the competitive dad. Woo. Terrible movie. Great guy. Yes, he was probably the only good part in that movie, and he also played the dad in Sister Sister, and he was in a show called Treme that was by the same guy who made The Wire. What's the show called? Treme. It's set in in New Orleans just after Katrina. It's very, very good. Interesting. Yeah, it's excellent. Peter Feeney played Dave Lansing, who is Alex and Stevie's dad. Um, He's a New Zealand character actor, which, by the way, I forgot to mention at the top that this was filmed in New Zealand. So everyone. mm -hmm. So every single person besides the lead actors is from New Zealand. And once you know that, you can hear all of them struggling with an American accent the entire movie. I legitimately thought that James was being dubbed
1: over for a while.
0: Yeah, it was it was weird. Mm -hmm. It was very weird. I. Like, I don't know, set it in New Zealand and just have them be American for some reason. I don't know. Just yeah. it was dumb to have them try and do, or just cast people who actually can do an accent, <laughs> like one of the two. Um, cause the dad, especially like the parents were not great, but the mom was better at it than the dad, which was they, they, these parents had to do more than I expected they were gonna have to do at the beginning mm-hmm. of the movie. And so, like, If you're going to have them have to talk a lot, then get people who can say the lines correctly. Yeah. Anyway, Sally Stockwell played the mom, Pam Lansing. She is also in Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Oh, interesting. um, But not in much else.
1: I wonder if they filmed that in
0: New Zealand, too. Probably. Ari Boylan played James Cooper, who is Alex's best friend. He's a New Zealand character actor. All of these people were in two things. They were in one of two versions of Power Rangers that seems specific to like Australia, New Zealand, and they were in Xena, Warrior Princess. Those are like oh. the New Zealand staples, kind of like the Murdoch mysteries okay. of that. Um, so the, all of them were in at least one episode of both of those things. Okay. Emma Lahana played the like hot girl Fiona that Alex has a crush on, and she... Again, is a New Zealand character actor, but she was also recently in Cloak and Dagger, which is like a Marvel teen show. Mm -hmm. Jay Ryan played Charles, uh, who I think is another jock, but he was in Top of the Lake, um, Mm. which was a a show we've talked about before. It is a New Zealand show, but Elizabeth Moss plays the lead in that show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Highly recommend so weird thing about the synopsis this week. So normally what I do is I Google the movie and then there's like on the right side, there's always like a synopsis and I just quickly pull it without looking at all the other stuff and then put it into the, uh, doc that I use for this show. That synopsis was not a synopsis this week. It was like a description of the movie, like, like, uh, you Disney Channel movie starring so and so and so and so Oh, like it wasn't a synopsis. So I pulled the synopsis from IMDb Mm. uh, and it is literally this. A teen accidentally wishes his younger brother away. (laughs) Not incorrect. I mean, that is what happens. (laughs) It's
1: exactly what happens. The last time this happened, we looked it up on Disney Plus and read the synopsis.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's see what that one says.
1: Okay, this is very similar, I'd say. Alex Lansing often imagines how different life would be if his little brother Stevie weren't around. After receiving a magical coin that grants one wish, he's about to find out. That's a good
0: synopsis. That's a good synopsis. That's a great Difty synopsis. plus
1: on the there. Good shit. job.
0: Good job, Dicky plus. Good job, Difty plus. Well, Al. Yeah. Please tell me what your first impressions were of this film.
1: Uh, Val. I missed hearing you say that <laughs> to me. I know how much you did not like this movie. <laughs> and this is what I was going to say earlier. I didn't hate this movie. Fair. I really didn't. I was like, I think because I loved this movie as a kid, that maybe that has some attachment to it. Sure. But I was fully going to be like all right i'll watch 40 minutes of it and then i'll watch the next 40 minutes of it at another time i just kept going through it val and i had a little uh texty text about how much uh we dislike spencer (laughs) presley sorry man just didn't i wasn't feeling it so the times that he wasn't on the screen i did enjoy Mm -hmm. now i i am sure he's a very lovely person now in this movie Not my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um, I I had the hugest crush on um, AJ growing up, so Mm -hmm. loved that. Um, Yeah, was it well acted? No. Were some of the lines great? No. Were some of the directing choices and the camera placement great? No. But did I have a good time? Yeah. I'm going (laughs) to give this one a
0: six and a half. Wow. (laughs) Wow. OK, mm-hmm. Darn. first impressions. Whew. OK, so I've never seen this movie before in my life. OK, sad. And that is probably part of the reason why I have absolutely no nostalgic attachment to it or care for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that I think way. this is
1: going to start to happen a lot from probably. 2003 to 2000, probably, probably. 11. <laughs> but I'm wondering,
0: here's what I'm wondering. I think that we're going to get to a point, though, where it's so far removed that I can enjoy it, like, because it's not, like, my generation anymore. It's sort of like, oh, isn't that cute? Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think I'll have a different perspective on it. Like, these are still people who I, like, watched growing up and, like, this is still... My era, kind of. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it I take it personally when it's this bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do think too that, like, some of the ones coming up, like, I think you're really going to like Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off. Like, we've got, you know, we're in 2003, but High School Musical isn't really too far away. No, you know, I think we're going to start to get into some. I think you'll like stuck in the suburbs. Like, those are my, you know, yeah. Um, uh, assumptions, but I think that will start to get to some that you will like for sure.
0: Yeah. I have no concerns about, finding movies that i'm gonna like yeah. moving forward this I, is I just not one of this them. <laughs> is not one of them and honestly this is pretty on brand for me in the sense of like i haven't really liked the book adaptations right that's very true none of them have been great no they haven't i just think they don't do a good job with those um and i get why they do them because it's easy you just buy the ip and then you just adapt it instead of having mm-hmm. to write something from scratch but it's just They'd never do a good job. And also whenever they try to cut corners, like filming in New Zealand or something like that, it always, the movie always suffers because the quality is just not as good. So basically I thought AJ did a good job. I think he's a good actor, Mm -hmm. but he was having to carry most of this movie on his back. Oh, by himself. Spencer Breslin. And, you know, he might be a really nice, cool person, like as a human being, but as an actor, he is horrifyingly bad. Like it is like nails on a chalkboard to watch him act. And I felt that way in uh, the ultimate Christmas present too. He drove Mm -hmm. me crazy in that movie and he drives me crazy in this movie. Like I just, I cannot stand him and they're again, trying to like put a lot of this movie on his shoulders and it doesn't work because he can't carry it. Mm -hmm. Um, And also it's sort of weird because he's like, supposed to be I don't know like 10 like he's supposed to be a little bit older but he's behaving like he's like seven yeah which just doesn't make any sense to me like he's like incapable of like standing on his own two feet and at all yeah and it's very bizarre like it just doesn't make sense to me so that felt weird that dynamic felt weird and then just like the story choices and again they might have been hamstrung to some degree by the book by the book story but like it felt like they were going around in circles like over and over and over. Like we learned the lesson immediately. Be careful what you wish for. Right. Like right. that's it's the monkey's paw. Right. Like you get what you want and then it's not what you want. Mm-hmm. And then that happened. Like, first of all, this the wish didn't happen until 22 minutes into the movie. Yeah. So we had to watch drudge through all of this setup. For which was minutes. over, over
1: and over again, right?
0: It, which was really repetitive and just boring and stupid, and 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 I just was like, why? Like, okay, we get it. He doesn't get along with his brother. Like, they could have established that in five minutes. So we finally get this, and then the rest of the movie until the last like two minutes is the, again, repeating the same lesson, the same problem over and over and over again. And a lot of the decisions that he makes and the ways he goes about doing things just don't make any sense um, from like a narrative, like from the way that like a normal human being would behave. So like this isn't supposed to be I mean, yes, there's magic in the sense of like he gets a wish granted, but like there's not like magic in the sense of like, I can suspend belief of like how normal people would respond to a situation. Right. Um, so yeah, it just irked me the entire movie. So that is how I felt. I, I wrote down almost no, like I literally wrote down nothing. (laughs) I wrote down nothing. (laughs) I do not like this movie. Um, okay. Al. Thanks Val. My first,
1: one of my first favorite moments is I wrote hot dad, hot dad, hot dad, hot dad. <laughs> because we haven't had a hot dad in a while. True. And yeah, And if okay. I could hear that man's, if I could hear that man's true accent, it'd probably be like, hot dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, here's some of my favorite quotes. Um, it's a turkey, you big stupid. <laughs> <laughs> You got jelly on my skates. (laughs) Cool. Like Gary. I never met a cool Gary. Nope. (laughs) You can win a freezer. (laughs) And then my last favorite quote is, I have to deliver this chicken. It's personal. (laughs) A couple of my favorite moments were the acting by the bullies Um, one of the guys was like talking out the side of his mouth and he was like, yeah, we're, we're going there. (laughs) Chaos. And then my all time favorite part of this movie is the fake rain in the last scene of the movie. (laughs) If you don't know how like rain works in like television or movies, typically they just have someone with a hose hanging out nearby and then they cover the people with, like, an umbrella or a shade of some sort, so it looks like it's raining behind them. It was clear that these actors were not wet, but there was <laughs> rain behind them. And then mom and dad had, like, an umbrella, and it was, like, raining sideways. You know, there's a guy, like... <sighs> <laughs> like, oh, it's just like... Yeah. No, it's not... You know? Oh, my God. I... Yeah. I I really didn't hate this movie. Maybe it's just because I... Was in a mood where I was, I needed, I needed some, some good in my life. Sure.
0: Oh, my and I'm not like judging you for liking it. Oh, I you're just... judging
1: me. <laughs> you are so, don't even lie to me. Right you're so <laughs> judging me.
0: No, I, I felt like <clears throat> I could have felt about this movie the way that I felt about, um, Phantom the Megaplex. Mm-hmm. Cause they felt kind of similar to each other in some ways, tonally, but. I just didn't. And like, it might just be because I've seen Phantom of the Megaplex before as Maybe. a young person, you know, who knows?
1: Val. So we already know. I'm just going to ask out of posterity question marks sake, any quotes or moments? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't even say favorite. I just said any,
0: <laughs> I literally did not write one quote. Cool. Um, <clears throat> a couple things that I noticed. Okay. So I think we can, this isn't a spoiler anymore. He wishes away his brother. And yes. then part of what happens is like in this alternate universe where his brother is not his brother, his brother still exists, but he's a child star. And mm-hmm. so he's like everywhere. He's like on posters. He's on yeah. TV. He's everywhere. And so at one point during a party at his house, Alex picks up a magazine and it just says women. <laughs> like it's just the title of the magazine is And also, why is a child star on the cover of a women's magazine? Because like, if you're thinking of this as like a Cosmo or an L or something like that, they put hot guys on that magazine, not like like (laughs) not children.
1: (laughs) That's like, uh, like Jacob Tremblay being on the
0: cover. Right? It's (laughs) freaking weird. (laughs) And then he's not only is that weird as hell, then he cuts out the picture of his brother and puts it basically on like a bobblehead next to his, his bed. I'm so glad you're mentioning that because I'm it. not
1: going to mention that in the synopsis.
0: Like, what the hell? Like, it is so it's just so bizarre. Oh, I have one quote. I have one quote. Okay. So in the real world, he has a crush on this uh, cheerleader who's like very popular. And he's not. And then in the new universe, when he when his brother doesn't exist, he is cool, which honestly is kind of inexplicable. Like they kind of explain it, but it's to me, it's kind of whatever. But anyway, he's now dating her. Mm -hmm. And at one point he's like talking to his old friend who is a loser, right? So yeah. she goes, <laughs> see if you can tell why I like this quote. She goes, give me an L, give me an O, give me an S-S-O-R. What does that spell?
1: Literally walked away and was like, <laughs> loser. I contemplated, I contemplated my spelling of loser. Because she was trying to say losers. For, I'm not, I, a good seven minutes after she did that. <laughs> I
0: literally had to pause it. I was like, what? <laughs> like, no one okay, thought this. she's from New Zealand, Val. <laughs>
1: God.
0: Oh my God, I about died. So that was my one favorite quote. And then, right. of course, um, my absolute favorite moment was when, out of nowhere, which by Make the way, yeah, which by the way is the only song that I know how to play from start to finish on piano.
1: Wow! If you didn't understand any of that, "A Thousand Miles" by Vanessa Carlton <laughs> plays in this decom. In this decom,
0: <laughs> they spent the entire budget on getting the rights. On getting,
1: to a thousand yeah, miles, crazy. Okay. All right, well, um, since there are child actors in this movie, we're going to keep all of our clothes on while we wish away, (laughs) wish ourselves to Spoiler City. Tops are on for women's women magazine. (laughs) All right, I'm going to go through the synopsis as fast as humanly possible. (laughs) We see some friends and two brothers playing a paintball in the forest, which is how we open. And I wrote down... Val, hold your laughter. No narrator! I was very excited for no narrator. Uh, Then we see, like, the older brother, which is... um, alex taking care of the little brother which is stevie alex is aj troth and stevie is spencer preslin then we see like them being a family together so the first 20 minutes of this movie is is you know intro so they're like let's go to pet adoption at the park and aj wants a dog and stevie wants a rabbit and then stevie gets his way all the time and they end up with a turkey (laughs) And the parents buy it for him because he wanted a turkey.
0: Goobble gobble. (laughs) Goobble
1: gobble. Then we see AJ at school the next day. The bullies come, or not even at school. They're just, he's walking the turkey. I can't even get this movie straight. Okay. (laughs) He's walking the turkey as you do when you have a pet turkey. You walk it on the streets with a leash and the bullies come up and make fun of him and about how he's bad at football. And they literally take an entire pizza and spread it on his head. And I wrote, waste of a pizza. Um, I wrote that too. Oh my God, we're still on the same wavelength except for the <laughs> likeness of this movie. <laughs> then um, we see a montage of Stevie messing up and AJ being mad. And then there's a narrator,
0: <laughs> which like
1: legitimately never comes back. <sighs> it does, it like comes back. I don't even, it either doesn't come back or it comes back like one time. I was so mad. But we see Steve like Stevie touches his stuff. And like he's very annoying and he has three things that he's not supposed to touch, which are Val, Uh,
0: his coins, his skates. And I couldn't remember the third one either. I was hoping you
1: would. So um, then, of course, we see him touching all of these things, and then he sits down and has a talk, and he's like, "Don't do the, don't do this." And then, of course, uh, Stevie's being a little bitch, and so he's like, going and like still touching his stuff, and so then they're they're grounded for two weeks, or he's like, "You're banned from my room for two weeks," and then he like lets him in anyway, and then blah blah blah. He's being nice, and then Stevie ruins it by wearing the skates and getting jelly
0: on them, which like. So many things could be done to those skates. What? Getting jelly on them? You got jelly on my skates. (laughs) I
1: should also say that this entire time, AJ is trying to be like, parents help me out. And the parents are very, be nice to your brother and your brother's always right and blah, blah, blah. So Mm -hmm. that's where this dynamic is. The parents never really believe him that he's a problem.
0: There's also an undertone of like, they don't have a ton of money And so like he suffers in some ways because of that. So like he has like secondhand stuff. He can't go to football camp, so he can't get better at football. Like there's this this, like undertone of that as well. The only reason I mentioned it is because it comes back later. Yeah,
1: Thank you. So then they're at the football game. The cheerleader makes a bench warmer joke. He's in the game and he does really bad. He immediately gets sacked. Then we see his relationship with Lelaine and he like Lelaine likes him, but he likes the cheerleader, but he's not popular. And Lelaine clearly looks in the camera during this lunch scene. And then I had not learned his name. And so I thought she said James. And then I learned like 30 minutes later that his name was Alex and then his best friend's name was James. But he talks about bullies and, like, not being like one of them and blah, blah, blah. Then a guy with stuff falls over. That is our mayor from Alec Cat Strike, dad from uh, Sister Sister. He trips and falls on a french fry, but Stevie stops him from falling. See, they're at the mall because he was, for, uh, Alex, AJ was supposed to, Babysit. So he brought Stevie to the mall with him and he said, sit on this bench. And so he went and blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, you deserve a good here's here's a special coin. He has one wish. And then, of course, Stevie doesn't listen and sit on the bench for the rest of the time. He's running around the mall. And he goes to the arcade. And then uh, AJ can't find Stevie in the whole entire mall. And then he finds Stevie with security and he's in trouble. And then they're both grounded. But but Stevie is not grounded for as long because Alex is the one that left him and blah, blah, blah then stevie feels bad for grounding his brother so he gives his brother the coin and as he's like in bed he's like oh i wait i right now i wish i didn't have a little brother oops so then he wakes up there's an alarm clock there's a dog he's in a weird room it's really tidy um he's got like player of the year awards and it's like aka stevie be gone stevie <laughs> is no longer around. And then um, he talks to his parents. He's like, where's Stevie? And mom and dad are like robots at this point.
0: They're like professionals all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. They like make lots of money and they're not really around. And he's like already missing his brother. And then the TV says like Stevie on TV. And it's Terrence Russell McCormick, which- Whomever chose that name, whether it be author or it be producer or it be writer or it be director, terrible name choice. (laughs) Terrence Russell McCormick, get out of here.
0: It just feels like Neil Patrick Harris. Like it just feels like trying too
1: hard. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like already missing his brother and then he goes to school and then like people are paying attention to him. The cheerleader is his girlfriend. There's a party at his place after school. He's no longer friends with Lelaine. He's getting good grades because he's the star football player. We have a football montage. He started bad because it was like him from the old thing, but then he got good because he was being supported. Then after the football game, there's a party at his house and, uh, don't let it happen again of being bad at the beginning from his girlfriend cheerleader. And then James is there as chicken boy.
0: He delivers chicken.
1: He delivers chicken. Uh, It's like with pizza delivery boy. It's a chicken delivery boy. (laughs) Alex, AJ apologizes to James. The cheerleader girlfriend is mad. He goes to abs and the hates that. He calls her abs because she's like, no one calls me that. And then um, Lillane pours milk on
0: him. because She's like, why are you talking to me? We're not friends. Also at the party, the bullies want him to put pizza on James's head he the way they did to him. And he wouldn't do it. But then they do it mm-hmm. and he doesn't stop them.
1: Yeah. Then he has a weird conversation with his dad. And then he wins the, this like special award um, for being like the best player of all time ever. And he isn't happy about it. And then we see a sad montage of him being sad. And then he runs into Larry who owns coin world and he broke his leg and is in a wheelchair because Stevie wasn't there on the bench to save him from slipping on the French fry. Um, then Lelaine hands it to him and like yells at him, says all this stuff and is like, you are terrible, blah, 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 blah. And then the bullies come around at the mall and they're like, they look like they're like punching egg McMuffins. And they're, they're like, punching rah, 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 rah. cheeseburgers. It's okay. so weird. Very weird. And that's, that's where the guy I was like talking to was about. <laughs> but Lelaine was at the mall getting raffle tickets for something. I don't care enough to know what that something is. (laughs) Um, And then we see a scene where the dog is ruining his sleep. And so he's not sleeping well. And then there's the charity thing and mom and dad have no time, but they have more money because they have no second child. So this is where they're like in a Porsche or a McLaren. And they're like, you're a great son, but they're never around. Mm -hmm. Then we're at this like thing where he's giving this speech and Lilane is here And she's at this, like, there's no reason really for her to be there. And then she is reading a book during it. So she, like, inconspicuously, like, I'm not interested. And then he says something interesting and she, like, looks up and is interested. He basically says, like, a speech about be careful what you wish for, like, blah, 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 blah. But I did write does speech about missing it. And I don't know what it was because I was texting Val if you want to include any <laughs> other information about the speech here.
0: Well, so he <clears throat> essentially first the reason why he gets Lelaine's attention or Abby's attention is because he mentions being in. An- alternate universes and she's Mm. like into that stuff so he like hooks her because he knows her really really well they're best friends right um and so she's like intrigued and then he sort of talks about like how he would miss so like essentially he's he's couching like missing his brother in a speech, but he can't say that outright. So he sort of says like, I miss him. I mean it Mm, mm -hmm. because he's like trying to kind of like cover up what he's actually talking about. But everyone is still like, that was weird. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, and friends, this is why we depend on Val in our lives Uh, so then after the speech is done, um, he tries to sneak in to see Terrence Russell McCormick, because as Val mentioned before, throughout this entire movie, he pops up in magazines and on TV and people talk about the show. And so he's everywhere. And apparently he records right down the street. So he tries to sneak on set to go visit him. And he runs into Chicken Boy, who is delivering chicken. And um, they're talking about it. And he runs in, in. The chicken falls on the ground. He's like, I can't deliver dirty chicken. And he's like, I need to deliver this chicken. It's personal. is one of my favorite lines um so then he like he gives uh, i wrote josh but i think it's jeremy or jake or james James. james um and uh he he pays james money to be like i will deliver the chicken i have to like go see him um and he like gets into his room to deliver the chicken and terrence has no idea who he was so his hope was that terrence would see him and he'd be like you're my brother um, and then security gets called. There's a lunatic in here who thinks I'm his brother. They had, like, a mini conversation before that happens, but it's not important because we don't really like Spencer Breslin. Um, then he is sad and walking around what I thought was Seattle to a thousand miles <laughs> by Vanessa Carlton.
0: And there's a lot of, like, those speed-up montage-like moments, like, where, yeah. like... Like the cars they, are
1: going by and it's like, yeah,
0: it's like super, super fast as he's like walking down the street or whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, very funny. Uh, literally like open mouth, like <laughs> amazing. <laughs> um, Stevie finds him. So Stevie was like interested in, in this experience he finds him. And then they hang out since they like see something in one another that they're yearning for. So Stevie being famous, doesn't have a brother and has an absent mom. So both of them are in this parallel life together with, like, absent parents and no siblings.
0: Right. And, like, it, that was one of the things at the beginning. <clears throat> Alex made himself feel better because he was like, oh, like, Stevie's life is great. He's famous. He's rich. You know, like, I don't feel bad about making this wish because this is awesome for him, too. Yeah. Uh, and then he finds out that his life is miserable.
1: Yeah. It's not. <laughs> it's not all all a bag of beans. <laughs> and so then they're like, oh, how do we, How he's like, how do we turn back? And they're going to look for the coin. And so they have to go find the coin guy and and the coin store doesn't exist anymore. But he realizes that Larry signed up for the raffle. And so they go meet LaLanne. So then they find, they go through all of her like, a thousand entries for the raffle and find his information. And then they go to his old house. He moved to a retirement home. So they have to like sneak into the retirement home, but then straight up walk in makes no sense. Also
0: he's like 55. Yeah. He was like not old. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. At all.
1: Um, And then him and him and Lelaine have a heart to heart because she knows that he's like from this like parallel universe. And he was like the closest thing I had to a girlfriend was you kind of a cute moment they had good chemistry i think so too and then they get to the retirement home there's they're like <gasps> and then they're just playing accordions um so stupid. <laughs> yeah it was so weird um and then they they talk through all the coins um, Larry's like, I sold all my coins. I gave all my coins away. These are the only ones I have. If it's not here, which I know there's no coin with an owl on it, then someone else has it, and I don't have receipts. Like blah blah blah. So they're like, okay, I guess we're screwed. So then they're go- they're sad about their past life together, which is what I wrote. And then the police come pick up Stevie because he is a missing movie star, um, and everyone is sad. And then um, I wrote, oh, my God, his dad got him coins as a cheer up gift. So uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned I, or Val, we mentioned it when we said the three things Stevie wasn't supposed to touch were his coin collection. So that's why coins are kind of like th- weaved throughout this. So mm-hmm. even as in this parallel universe, AJ is still interested in coins. And so his dad knows him well enough a little bit to get him a cheer up gift. And
0: he and he's such a dick about it. Yeah. It pissed me off. It. Uh, his dad gets him this lovely gift where he was paying attention to him when he said he liked the ancient coins the best. Mm-hmm. And so he went and got him a bunch of ancient coins. And he's like, thanks. <laughs> and his dad is devastated. And I would be, too, if I did. If I went to that trouble Yeah, but if you were, like,
1: an angsty 14-year-old and your parents did something nice for you, I would have probably reacted the same way. I would have been like, thanks, Mom. Teenagers
0: are terrible.
1: (laughs) There was one Christmas where Santa got me overalls, and I said out loud, why did Santa get me overalls? (laughs) Now I'm like, can Santa only buy me overalls? But I was an angsty kid, and I was like, what? Like. (laughs) This is stupid. I don't want overalls. I want Nintendo games. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he's sad. So he throws the box of coins against the wall because he's so upset. Because he's like, none of these coins are going to be it. Um, But then one of the coins is sticking up and it's spinning and it's sticking up and it's not falling down. And he's like, (sighs) and so then he wishes, I wish I never made the first wish. But
0: wait. Before he makes the wish, there's this chaotic moment because he yells when he sees the coin, right? Oh, he gets yeah.
1: I blocked this out.
0: And then his parents are acting as if, like, he's doing something really Illegal dangerous. bad to himself. Yeah, in his room. And they're, like, banging down the door trying to, like, break in. They're like, I'm going to call the fire department. It's going to be okay. Yeah. All he did was yell. Like, it was so bizarre. <laughs> This whole moment. And I know they just like needed it to be chaotic so that Mm -hmm. he was like feeling rushed and like had to get the wish right. But it was just stupid. Yeah.
1: So then he says, I wish I never made the first wish. Everything goes back to normal. And then there's an As You Wish song. So I said, this better be Lelaine. And you bet your sweet ass it is. (laughs) She sings a song called You Wish. Um, And then he asks her to go skating. Just the two. Hey, do you want to go skating? Just the two of us. And then he basically says, hey, Fiona, cheerleader from before. Fuck you. He doesn't actually say that, but he's like, he's like, Hey Fiona, you're not my girlfriend. It's just like okay. <laughs> um and then we see a montage of all of them teaching uh Stevie how to skate and he um is in all of this happens in the pouring rain before that montage and he's like Stevie you're alive and he's like yeah what are you talking about so everything it's like nothing happened and that's the end of the movie well, um uh, done with the, it's no val there's there's no more it's done
0: <laughs> no i have to talk about a couple of things first of all when he wakes up after he makes the second wish mm-hmm. he is wearing the most ridiculous wig that i have ever seen oh yeah because there's a whole thing where like he has kind of ratty hair at the beginning and then he cuts mm-hmm. his hair or his hair is different when he wakes up in the alternate universe what i don't understand is why they didn't just film this scene before they cut his hair because he looks like literally ridiculous in this way so that's thing number one thing number two when he sees his brother after like at the end he he has just broken his bike (laughs) he's Mm -hmm. like i don't care um i'm sorry i broke your bike (laughs) He's like scared he's going to beat him up. Yeah. And then um the last thing that I wanted to point out is that so there's sort of like this epilogue after the rain scene where they're teaching him how to skate. And then he finds the coin and makes a wish to be an amazing skater. So at the very end of the movie, Spencer Breslin is like an amazing skate, like roller skater. And the, here's the thing. That undermines the whole movie because <laughs> the whole movie is be careful what you wish for. Even something that seems like a throwaway is going to have repercussions. Uh. OK, well, um, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, you
1: know what that noise means? It's bingo time.
0: All right.
1: I'm going to start today. OK. We're going to go one hit wonder song.
0: I mean, so many to choose from.
1: There were a lot of musics.
0: There were a lot of musics. Movie. I already added them to our
1: playlist. Thank you. Because one of them is basically by the Irish Backstreet Boys.
0: Which one was that?
1: Westlife.
0: Oh, yeah. I added mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I did not recognize any of their bigger music, but they have five million monthly listeners. Wow. So it's kind of like. The the I the Ireland version of the Backstreet Boys.
0: Yeah, I remember them existing. Like I yeah, recognized the name when I saw it. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. Um but yeah, there was obviously a thousand miles, which like mm-hmm. I know Vanessa Carlson has done other stuff, but I feel like this is the song that like it's, everyone knows. She's only
1: got like one other really, and yeah. mo- some people don't even know it. So right.
0: that and Lilane's. I was gonna say, yeah, Lilane's song. There was also like another song by a band called Junk mm. Um that was playing towards the beginning. Um that probably qualifies. So you we got a lot to choose junk. from. Junk. Junk. What a weird word! I hate it. <laughs> okay, Val. Next box: breaking the fourth wall, looking into the camera. It wasn't on purpose, but Lelaine looked in the camera. Yikes! She did. Yikes. I watched her do
1: it. I uh, uh, once once again mouth agape.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Holiday themed? No. Nah,
1: <laughs> holidays are past. We got to go, get through another couple movies before we get.
0: Before yeah, we get they it. didn't do like a Christmas or holiday movie. This, they the, said that ultimate
1: Christmas present hit so hard. We don't need one for. <laughs> no,
0: holiday. they did. There was another one in between. Ultimate Christmas present. Remember? No, it was it the was one the with, night.
1: Yeah, that's why I was trying to forget about it, Val. So you <laughs> see me remember
0: it. So. I'm gonna remember this. Sorry clunky metaphor be careful what
1: you wish for
0: yes but like i was trying to see if there was an actual metaphor of like something representing that Mm. and there wasn't really i think there was a missed opportunity in something so there wasn't a clunky metaphor but there could have been and here's what it is so when he wakes up after he made the wish, one of the biggest indicators, like visual indicators, is that his room was red. The house is like warm colors mm-hmm. at the beginning. And then when he wakes up, everything is blue. Yeah. So it's like cold colors. And I get that that's what the, obviously they were going for. But here's
1: They the should thing. have like changed the school colors and changed the like theme of all of the parallel universe
0: sure that would have been that would have worked but what i was about to say is like the the expression the grass is always greener Mm. it would have made sense to make it all green because you think that the life that someone else has or like a situation that's different than yours is is better but that's because you're not living it as soon as you experience that you realize that it wasn't actually greener so It was a missed, a missed clunky metaphor for me. All
1: right. Let's move right along. I don't have any comments. (laughs) Parents who just don't get it.
0: Yeah. Mostly just because they don't understand what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Non-parent adult. Larry. Yep. We can count Larry, who was inexplicably in a senior center, even though he was not even of retirement age. A day over
1: 48 (laughs) <laughs> um, someone too famous for a tv movie
0: no no <laughs> competition to resolve the central problem no
1: no a montage sequence
0: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: there are A lot of montages in this movie.
0: this mm. movie Cliche villains, bullies, bullies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we're just so on the same page. Sometimes we're like bullies. Yeah. At like the same time. <laughs> uh, clothes or items you owned.
0: So I had almost the exact outfit. So at the very end of the movie, during the rain scene, the mom is wearing like, like track pants, like bell-bottom track pants with like a stripe down the side and Mm -hmm. then like and they're like red with blue stripe and then the the jacket she's wearing uh is like blue with a red stripe so it's like inverted but it's like matching I had almost that exact outfit that's
1: not surprising to me (laughs)
0: that's not a surprising fact that was like my aesthetic at this exact time like at two in 2003 that Mm -hmm. is what you would find me wearing yeah Rotten tomatoes 40 to 60 percent. Okay, I am gonna say 41. Val, for the first time in
1: months, you were within five. What is it? And we get the point. It's 46.
0: Woo! Too high, but still good. I'm glad I got it. Too high. <laughs>
1: Uh, next box is Happily Ever After, which, for all my dippy heads who always hear me talk about the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom, it's coming back!
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Almost kissing. Yeah. I think so. Yeah,
1: they wanted. Lelaine wanted one.
0: Yeah, there also was a cheek kiss from the fake girlfriend, the like cool girl. So technically That's an we got it. Kiss. Yeah, we got it. But also like there was some, t- especially when he's like, you want to go skating? Just the two of us like that. That was like there yeah. was some tension. Yeah.
1: Uh, Someone who became famous. No, I feel like they all were famous at the same time and stayed pretty stagnant.
0: Yeah 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 betraying of one's real friends or values yes yes Yes. we haven't had this one in a while we haven't it's basically the whole movie yeah that's literally the repercussions of your freaking actions yeah your childhood crush yes yes yes, sweet little butt aj yes aj AJ. Not AJ. in this, because I never saw this, but in Oh, uh, I did see this. Yeah. But in even Stevens, yes. Obviously, bad special effects or stunts. yes. Yeah. There's a moment which we didn't talk about, which makes no sense, which is a theme in this movie, where uh towards the beginning, like right after he gets his wish. He goes to school and he doesn't know where he sits because he doesn't sit in the spot that he would normally sit in the classroom. And he finally figures it out. And for no reason at all, he like flips through the air to to get to his seat. And first of all, it defies the laws of physics and and it looks Absolutely ridiculous, but it also just makes no freaking sense. Especially because when he starts to play football, he's bad. So how is he magically of good at flipping? Exactly. Like it's inconsistent completely with the rest of the movie. So it's just stupid. So And a bad special effect. Yeah. Ducky Channel star. Yes. Yes. Very much. Yes. Yeah. Two of them. Musical number. No. No. <laughs> Al sad.
1: All right, but let's move on to the next one because it's exciting. We've got magic. Yes, we do. So much magic.
0: Thank goodness it redeems itself by getting hopefully getting us a bingo. Hopefully. Someone says the title of the movie. I don't know. Do they?
1: No. No, I don't think so. No. Well, Val, I'm going to let you know it probably won't affect us this box. Oh, good. Maybe it would, maybe it would, I don't think so, though, <laughs>
0: okay, okay,
1: uh, Scooby dude, yes, yeah, because they, they like run it around,
0: out. yeah, the heroes create the problem, oh yeah,
1: be careful, what you wish for, and lead his fish out of water,
0: yeah, 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 he kind of is when he gets his wish, he has no idea what's going on,
1: yeah, well, Val, it did affect. <laughs>
0: No! But we had two other ones! Woo!
1: Oh, we had one. Lucky hit, twice. We, lucky twice. We had our first line down, one-hit wonder song, um, cool non-parent adult, Closer items you own, betraying of one's real friends or values, and magic, and then we go diagonally up from magic, your childhood crush, happily ever after, a montage sequence, and parents who just don't get it. Woo! Woo. Uh, <laughs> all right, congrats on two bingos, Val.
0: Thank you, you two. Thank
1: you. Um, now we're going to keep moving right along because my internet is terrible. Um, Val, welcome to the game of... You wish! Uh, <laughs> similar to the title of the movie... <laughs> you wish! In this game... Uh this has nothing to do with the movie uh, which is good cuz you hated this movie. Um <laughs> I'm going to give you a couple of roles in a movie and you are going to create your dream cast. This is the cast that Ooh. you wish existed. So these are the roles that I'm looking for. We're both going to do this. Okay, so I'll come up with mine, okay. come up with yours. There's no time limit on this, but sooner rather than rather than later. Yep. Sure, sure, sure. Um so we've got we're looking for a lead A best friend, a romantic interest, a boss, a neighbor, a villain, a wild card character. You have to give the role in the movie and who they are. And both of us have to have a part. You can put this as... Like an extra wild card where you're like, we're just extras or like Val is the lead and these are my people or Al is this. So, but both of us also have to have a part, but you can also add us as extra people. I'll read them one more time so you can write them down. We've got lead, best friend, romantic interest, boss, neighbor, villain, a wild card character and an Al and Val part. Ready? Yeah. Yeah okay okay you want
0: to go first you want me to go first I can go first okay because yours are probably gonna be better so I guarantee they're not so basically mine are reflective of what I'm watching right now great (laughs) so it's what's top of mind so I made myself the lead because I need to do that more great I love that I made you my best friend oh my god I'm surprised (laughs) my romantic lead is Chris Evans into it <laughs> my boss is katherine Hahn. nice good choice yeah giving energy like i just recently saw a clip of her from parks and rec and she's so funny as mm-hmm. like the political consultant oh yeah she's great. i want that energy i my neighbor i want to be tatiana maslany because i just think she's great and she hulk she's just adorable and fun yeah. um my villain is paul rudd because he's <laughs> never played a villain ever. And I think it would be so funny Amazing. for him to play a villain. My wild card is an additional romantic lead played by Darcy Cardin, Cause nice. I'm obsessed with her in a league of their own. And I think that's it.
1: Nice. Yay. Yay. All right. My lead uh, is neither of us. It would be Gemma Chan. Oh, uh, she her. deserves to be a leading lady. Um, she in, does in something soon. Uh, her best friend would be upcoming comedian Kat Cohen. Uh, she knows Ryan. They she there's a story she did on a podcast like years and years ago um, because they did Edinburgh uh, Fringe Festival. Baby wants candy interns together. So I've been following along with her ever since we saw her show. And she's like, she has a Netflix special out. Everyone should go watch it. It's wow. Um, My romantic interest would be Michael B. Jordan, because who doesn't want him as a romantic interest? <laughs> um, the boss would be Hilary Duff, because I had to throw some <laughs> dick in there somewhere. Um, the neighbors on either side would be Alan Val. <laughs> <laughs> um, our villain would be David Schwimmer, because that would He's be really... He's a great villain. He, that would be he, funny. But like, a, he, this he, is like a it, silly one. So we'd be like a silly villain.
0: Have you ever seen Band of Brothers? mm He is that. Like. Cool. It's amazing. He's I'll so I'll have good. to
1: see it. And then our wild card, uh, they're at uh, Panera Bread and they see Jane Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> and they call her Jane Lynch because they're at Panera Bread. That's <laughs> my movie. I love it. Yay. Thanks for playing. You wish. That's not how I said it the first time, but that's how it's going to end.
0: Isn't Gemma Chan, wasn't she the lead in Eternals? Val. Yeah, but Harry Styles is in that one.
1: He's and not in it. He's in <laughs> the last two minutes. That's spoiling the next one. She
0: also was. Um, she was in
1: uh, Crazy Regulations.
0: She is also the lead on a show called Humans. Cool. Where she plays a like robot uh that has feelings nice that's very good
1: she needs to be a lead in a rom-com she's great that's what i was casting
0: ah okay gotcha um thanks for playing val thanks for playing al thanks for being my friend val thanks for being my neighbor al <laughs> <gasps> we'd be such great
1: neighbors like we neighbor, where we're like screaming at each other like over her and we're like hey <laughs> it'd be so silly <laughs> he's so silly i love so it So um well i loved this even though you hated
0: or you wish but i love recording with you
1: <gasps> thanks i know i'm i'm happy to be back in the swing of things for us here at d commentaries heck yeah um thank you like subscribe review uh tell a friend tell a foe tell your mom tell us if you have comments or questions or concerns buy some
0: merch um, and our next movie is Pixel Perfect. I think that this one has Ricky Ullman in it. I think you're right,
1: who I do believe now goes by Revive Ullman.
0: oh, okay I think he changed his I think he changed his name
1: <laughs> or he went back to his like birth name after choosing like a celebrity name because of. Hollywood, I gotcha. believe it is different. But
0: I'm excited to watch it. Me too. Even though it feels a little bit like making a hot robot friend, but we'll see what it's about. I don't know. I might be wrong.
1: Couldn't Gemma Chan also say making a hot robot friend?
0: <laughs> yeah. But that that show is an exploration of why that's wrong. <laughs> mm, okay,
1: great. <laughs> uh well, we're gonna be the exploration <laughs> of why Pixel Perfect is wrong. Thank you so much for joining
0: us. <laughs> Bye, Mel. Bye, Al. This podcast was produced by me. And me. And it was edited by me. The music was composed by Michael McNally. You can find us online at thetridentnetwork.com dcommentaries hyphen pod. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at dcommentaries. dcommentaries is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.
1: Disney Channel Original Movies.
0: Damn it, Ellie.